Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. Do get into a routine. It will be super helpful. I think any framework or system or, you know, habit that you can get into just makes life so much easier. It takes that decision away from having to decide what to do. Thought Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm here on Thursday with my co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you going, Tim? I am fantastic, Sam. I have just finished half a flight of red jelly. And I've been laughing at you for the last 10 minutes because I think I haven't had red jelly since I was about 10 years old. You're missing out. Apparently. Red jelly, of course, is one of, this is my lockdown survival tip for today. For today. <laughs> it just happened to be there, so I made some. Um, but we're going to talk about lockdown survival tips today, aren't we? We are. We thought there's a lot of, a lot of doom and gloom and uh, there's a lot of people that are struggling working from home. So we've been working from home for a while. We thought we'd give our tips as well as hopefully have a little bit of fun and hopefully put a smile on your face. Yeah, you know, we're going through all the same stuff and, and there's a lot of I don't know, misinformation or a bit of doom and gloom out there. It's, it's pretty hard to turn on the news or you know, even get into your Facebook, you know, news feed or whatever, wherever you get your information from and not see something. I mean, even if I, you know, swipe right on my, my news feed on my, on my, um, my iPhone, it's got one, two, three, four, five, oh, yeah. <laughs> six. That's actually six, you know, COVID stories, particularly this one here. The mates were, mates were fined 8,000 bucks for backyard cricket. Wow. Um, so, you know, there's, there's stories everywhere of this many more people have either died or been inf- infected. You know, if you've ever watched, if you've seen any of the news coming out of New York at the moment, um, mm. you know, that they're really struggling in New York yeah. and a lot of stuff. And we're all being kind of told almost every day that there's some change in legislation in Australia. I'm sure the same thing's happening in the US. We're not being in Australia, we're not following as closely, but you know, things are changing with such pace. I was mm. going to say rapidity, mm. but is that a word or not? I don't know. All right. Don't things know. are changing so rapidly right now that there's a new announcement pretty much every day about what you can do and what you can't do in order to kind of guess mitigate the potential exposure that we have with this. And it does mean that we're all suddenly in environments that we've, never really been in before mm-hmm, for many of us who were not working from home not used to working from home we're suddenly in environment on top of everybody <laughs> where potentially haven't been before well that's that's the thing right so it might not even be that we're home on our own we might be home with 
the kids all homeschooling or from what I've seen a lot of kids complaining about, I don't want to do this schoolwork and, you know, the husband or the wife at home as well. So it's not just working from home. It's doing it with a full house of a lot of people that aren't used to being together 24 seven and, you know, just trying to, trying to get through this. And I think that's, you know, something that you and I spoke about before we started recording is that the whole globe is going through this. So I think there's a lot more empathy in that we're all going through it. So when things go wrong, it's just like, yeah, we get it. We totally get it. If you want to connect with me, Tim Hyde, head over to winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Or if you'd like to connect with Samantha Riley, you can find her at samanthariley.global forward slash connect. So we've put together six, seven tips that we think you need to survive lockdown. Now, obviously, this is not an exhaustive list by any stretch of the imagination. Um, We would love to hear from you if you've got some tips that you're using. So jump over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab community and and find this particular episode and and throw your tips in on Mm -hmm. how you're surviving lockdown, what's your thing. Maybe someone can, maybe you can learn from someone else or from us or... Or we'd love to to learn your tips as well. We'd love to learn your tips as well. So first one of those, Sam, is having a morning routine. Now, this is probably really useful for any time um, as well, but potentially particularly appropriate you know during during this right grabbing onto the things we can we've talked a lot about control of things you can control and not worry about the rest and the morning Mm. routine is really one of those how can i control this thing i think this is probably one of the first things that when i started to work from home that i had to get my head around because if i didn't get up and have a shower you know exercise have a shower get ready for work i used to find myself still in my pajamas at one o'clock in the afternoon because I'd get stuck into work and then do a bit of this and a bit of that and then, you know, do a couple of calls on the phone, obviously not on Zoom video chat, uh, and then think, oh, I haven't actually had a shower yet. So a morning routine is something that I learned very early on was something that was super, super important. How long have you worked from home now for? I've been working from home since 2010, kind of officially. But even before then, there was a lot of times, even when we had the the retail stores back in like before that, you know, in the early 2000s, I still did work from home back then, even though we had the retail stores. So I would have my staff in store and I would still make all of my calls from home because I found that I could get so much more done without someone coming to ask questions. It's amazing when you leave people to their own devices, how they can come up with the answers all on their own when you're not there. So um, I've been working from home for, yeah, I guess in some sort of capacity for over 20 years now. Yeah, similar to me, I had, um, I've been working from home from 10 years. And I think for you and I, we're kind of like, this is business as usual. <laughs> um, yeah, but for many I- of us, it's not. And, you know, even before when I had a side hustle working full time in corporate and government, I, I still ran my business from home and, and had this sort of set up. So be a little bit accepting of yourself. If you have not done this before, it will take some time to get used to mm-hmm. and having, yeah. you know, controlling those things like morning routine. And it doesn't have to be a long one, does it? No, I've got a client that actually has a six minute morning routine that he teaches people. And it's super cool. I really like it. It gets you in the zone really fast. So just whatever, I'm not one to say, this is the morning routine that you have to have because we're all different. Just whatever your morning routine is, I would definitely stick to it. So for me, I would get up, Um, I always have a coffee, do a bit of journaling or a bit of reading. And that's just my kind of like chill out time. I would do some exercise. I would have a shower. I would get dressed ready for work. And and that's what I do every single day without fail. Yeah. And same for me. Mine's mine's about five or six minutes as well, not including the long shower. (laughs) (laughs) 
long hot shower, a little bit of exercise, um, and I'll just pick up a couple of weights and do a few reps just to get some some muscles moving. Um, yep. I've got a medicine ball just outside my door, and literally I'll just sort of roll that around my body and do it up and do it a couple of sun salutations. Oh, very um, nice. Just, That's a bit fancy. All right. I know, isn't it just, all right, just to, but again, just to sort of get the blood moving around your body and kind of go, yep, I'll wait now and then I'll kind of get into my work day and I'll actually break a little bit later in the morning for breakfast rather than getting the breakfast straight away. Absolutely. So, and that's my kind of normal morning routine. If yeah. Whatever it works for you, just kind of do something and have that sort of systemization. Yeah, whether it's reading. That's the stuff you can control. Your breakfast, exercise, yoga, journaling, meditation, whatever it is, do get into a routine. It will be super helpful. I think any framework or system or, you know, habit that you can get into just makes life so much easier. It takes that decision away from having to decide what to do. Decision fatigue is something that I like to really get rid of as much as possible. And you can't make good decisions when your mind is stressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's why it's important to not only just have a morning routine, but a daily routine as well. Absolutely. I think one of the things that I see a lot of people talking about is, you know, putting on weight when they work from home, because every time there's something that's uh, a little bit stressful or they don't know what to do, or they're a bit bored or getting a bit tired, you know, it's going and opening the fridge and having a look in or opening the pantry and having a look in. So something that I learned very, very, another thing that I learned very quickly is always to have your meals at exactly the same time so that you're not going to the fridge every 10 minutes. So I have my morning coffee and a snack and my lunch and my afternoon snack. And I definitely keep that to a routine. Clearly you eat red jelly in between interviews. So maybe not so much. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I tend to eat when I'm, and I do something different. I just eat when I'm hungry. So if I know that I've got four hours of back-to-back meetings, I'll have four hours of back-to-back meetings, right? If I get a chance to sort of stand up between those, I will. A lot of, a lot of my work, um, as is a lot of yours, Sam, is actually jumping on Zoom and working face-to-face with people. It's not um, office work where you've got, you know, maybe less meetings than, than you and I might have, but you, you might be sort of working in a different environment where you've got, you know, two hours of intense kind of writing or data entry or something that you need to be doing. Mm. Um, pick something, again, pick something that works for you and block it out in your calendar, I think, as well. I know, Sam, that's something you do. You go, yep. okay, from 12 to 12.30, and that is my lunch break, or from 12 to 1, that's my lunch break. We were talking earlier about the fact that you are a little bit brain dead between 2 and 4, and that's, yeah. you know, you block that out, and you go and watch Netflix. Yeah, actually, I did want to bring up something that I have started doing in that time is actually, I've, I don't know if you've heard of the Merrymaker Sisters, but they have got um, an app or a, a membership site called Merry Body, and it's all Pilates, yoga, meditation. And they've at the moment got a special where you can sign up for 14 days for a dollar. And this week, I've decided that at three o'clock every day, that's when I'm actually going to do my yoga. So in the morning, I do something different, it's more weights or, you know, just actually at the moment, you know, body weight movements. But at three o'clock in the afternoon, when I am super tired, then putting on a yoga class for 20 minutes is really cool. So I really enjoy doing that. And that's, I think that's an important one, right? It's just set up your daily routine, put some block out some time in your calendar and make sure when that pops up with a reminder that this is the thing you should be doing, that you stop what you're doing and, and get onto it. Just sort of further from that, I, I was doing some research the other day on I kind of stepping away from the business a little bit, you know, during your work day, but also, you know, outside of this as well. And, and look at putting one of the apps on your computer, like, you know, one of the Pomodoro apps or, a timer, timeout, you know, break timer, I care, 20, 20, 20, whatever. And when it pops up and says, hey, you need to take a bit of a break, do that. 
Mm. Because I think because we're sitting, and certainly I'm finding this, is that I am sitting at my desk for a lot longer. Yeah, definitely. Previously, previously I would have gone up and gone for a coffee meeting with somebody or gone out for a networking event or, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays for me, I this time of year, I'd normally be coaching kids rugby mm-hmm. and I'd be breaking at 4.30 to go and, you know, prepare and, um, you know, look at my sort of training plan and, and stuff to sort of start coaching um, and then maybe coming back to the office later on to if I've got anything I need to sort of catch up on. But those are my break times. And, and Monday night I play basketball as well. I'm not getting to do those things as much at the moment because of down. And I'm finding that as a result, I was starting to sit at my desk for much, much longer periods at a time mm-hmm. and getting sore, sore and stiff and yeah. you know, eye fatigue and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, and, you know, just having that reminder to just look away from the computer for a minute or two or to get up and walk to the other end of the house and back, you know, I think is really important. Absolutely. Super important. Yeah. Good point, Tim. All right. Now your next one, setting up your office setting space. Setting up the office space. I think this, this for me is huge that if I was just sitting at the kitchen counter, which years and years ago, I just used to sort of start working there if the kid, if I was chatting to the kids and then they'd go off to school and I'd continue to sit at the kitchen counter. Uh, and it's, it's not good for posture and it's not good for, for your energy, for all sorts of things. So it's really important to set up an office space or some sort of space that is your office, even if it's uh, in a shared location, you know, make sure that you've got a desk. I've certainly noticed that if it's clean, that it's a lot easier to be creative So I'm a big fan of, you know, clean space, clean mind. Uh, And I know that if I'm sitting around and I've got stuff everywhere, I'll say, no, I've got to stop for 10 minutes and clean the desk because I know that I'm, I'm not, I haven't got a, a fresh mind. But, you know, keeping that clean desk. But, you know, if you can, definitely having a separate space from an office in the bedroom, which I totally would not recommend. <laughs> Look, if you're, if you're constrained and, and have to have the office in the bedroom, just make it work. Right. But totally. that, I think it's really important to have that away from from everything else. I mean, otherwise you're going to sort of be all on top of each other all the time. There's all that background noise you've got to contend with um, where you might want to have some focus. We talked the other week about Brain FM being a bit of sort of music mm-hmm. to kind of play and get you focused. Use some, get some headphones if you need to, right? Mm-hmm. So you can get some noise cancelling headphones, relatively cheap. Um, if you're still kind of in a, an office environment and you have an employer, you might be able to sort of put in an expense claim and say, hey, I need some noise cancelling headphones to be able to kind of work productively. That might be a reasonable expense claim that you can put in for that sort of thing. But you, you, I think that is, I mean, having that sort of workspace that you can work, as I look at my absolutely <laughs> desk right now, which has, you know, a plate of jelly and, you know, some paper and, and uh, a couple of sort of um, sets of pliers and a screwdriver and and all stuff over it uh, and a bottle of whiskey just over there. Um, <laughs> what I'll try to do is, is at the end of the day, go, okay, I need to clean it up so that when I come into the workplace in the next day, right, tomorrow, that I can go, okay, it's all kind of organised. It's it's clear. I know what I've got to do. I know where things are. I'm not starting and being confronted by busyness. I know my day is going to get busy during the day, but I'm not being confronted there with that right from the get-go. Totally. My woo-woo side is going to have a little moment here. So please bear with me. I'm a big believer in change (laughs) way. I am. And I think that uh, certainly Google it or jump on YouTube or wherever it is that you get your information and have a look on how to set up your office 
so that it's feng shui. Is that a word? I don't feng know. Shui. <laughs> because it definitely, definitely makes a difference i believe and i don't know it could all be in my head but i don't believe that it is if you believe it it's real that's exactly right so it's what's that saying whether you're right or wrong whether you're whether no, you're correct or not you're right or something hang on no if whether, whether you, you can or can't you're right that's it <laughs> we got there yeah one yes, of those things that's it yes um one of those and definitely a couple of years ago i did over Christmas break, look up Feng Shui and totally changed my office around, made a massive difference, huge difference, even if it was just that it felt nicer. Yeah, and you want to be in a nice place to work. I reckon get a good chair. 100%. 100% you need a good chair. Yeah, if you don't have one, you're going to get a sore bum. <laughs> or a back. I actually Both. have trouble with my back when I Both. do a good chair. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it's important that we look at managing both our own and our clients' expectations. Yes. Now. And we talked about before that everyone's going through the same stuff. So, you know, we're certainly talking to our clients and saying, hey, what can we do from a, a pricing and a, and a delivery perspective where we might need to change the way we deliver to our customers? But I think equally important is that we manage our own expectations about what we can achieve and what we can control. Um, I've had quite a few conversations with my wife lately and where she's, you know, clearly stressed and, and overwhelmed. And I say, well, you know, we've got to step back from that and just control our own. Mm -hmm. right? And that's important. And so if, you know, I, I know one of my other referral partners, you know, he's only working from 11 to 4 right now mm -hmm. because he was just finding himself getting overwhelmed and, and dealing with a lot of, lot of stress and, and mental anxiety. And as a result, as I said, like, I'm just going to change and work 11 to 4. And if that means I've got to compromise on some other things, guess what? I'm going to compromise on some other stuff. On the bright side, everyone is going through the same thing, as you mentioned. So I think people, or I've certainly found people are way more open to seeing that side. You know, if you are struggling, better off just to be open. And people say, yep totally get it yeah i think you know we're, we're one of the one of the big things obviously is we've got the kids at home right now you know everyone's well, you might but i don't <laughs> everyone's well everyone's got kids you know school age kids have to have has their kids yeah. at home right and they're and all kind of now having so to deal yep. with how do i kind of learn in this online environment which is very different for me and it feels like holidays and what am i doing work for and all that sort mm -hmm. of stuff and of course they're going to come in and interrupt us when we're otherwise in business conversations with our clients mm -hmm. uh, we're on zoom and we have to be a bit accepting of that. You know, as you said, we have to sort of show a bit of empathy and say, okay, look, if the kids walk through the background of my Zoom call <laughs> or come in and interrupt, yeah. guess what? You know, that's, that's happening. Look, I've got to say from my perspective, and, and I don't have children at home. However, I have in the past worked with three children at home. So I know how stressful it is. But I'm enjoying chatting to other people's kids on Zoom lately. Yeah, I introduce them. I say, this yeah. is the wife, here's my son. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really enjoying chatting to other people's kids. So don't think it's a bad thing. Like people like me, we love it. I'm enjoying getting to know people's families and, and chatting to the kids and just, you know, including them in the conversation. Yeah. Well, look, at the thing, it comes back to the empathy. It really humanizes us. Mm -hmm. So we're not just these business automations and said, you know, if we put the kids and family in the picture, not all the time, but, you know, if they happen to come in the picture and say, well, this is actually what we're working for. Yes. This is why I do what I do and it makes a real connection with people. It makes us personal. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> red, let's go into red jelly and hot cross buns. Red jelly and hot cross buns. We did have a bit of a laugh about this, didn't we? Yeah, but I mean, I mean your favourite thing is because Leon keeps bringing home, you know, fresh hot but hot cross buns every day at the moment. It does because it's But easier. I think it is important <laughs> that we look at ways that we can have fun. Mm -hmm. Right. So our ability to connect socially has been limited severely right now. And at least for the foreseeable future, we'll continue to be limited in how we can connect with other people. Totally. Right. So look at ways you can have fun. Right. As you said, take a break and, and, and watch some Netflix, do something, get online, you know, go and get a Zoom account, freebie or otherwise, and connect with your friends on Facebook Messenger and, and on Zoom and have virtual drinks. Mm-hmm. right or catch-ups um you know play online games if you can right there's plenty of games that you can play online and get together with your friends and and play online games but it's important to remember that we you know we're not just business people but you know we, we crave and need social interaction as well and i think that that is more pertinent right now than ever before because that can be the thing that we forget while we're at home while we're stressed out while we've got all of these external things happening that we have no control over that can be, you know, that are getting us down. It is, you know, do remember that we are human beings that still do need connection, that we still do need fun. We still do need laughs. So, you know, don't get caught just not having fun. Get off your Facebook newsfeed. <laughs> Probably last but not least. <laughs> Could not. Yes, absolutely. Could not say this highly enough especially if you're interacting with the kinds of posts or hang on, let me say that in a different way. Whatever you interact with, Facebook will show you more. So if you're reading posts that aren't making you feel great, all it's going to do is serve more of those up. So be very, very aware of that. Feel free to look at Sam's and my uh, advertising on Facebook all you like, just not the other stuff. (laughs) Advertising, it's a horrible word. (laughs) Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and have nice conversations. Yeah, don't just look at the ads, actually click on them. (laughs) So hopefully there's some tips there that will help you survive lockdown. Just remember that you're not the only one going through it. There's all, all lots of people going through it as well. Reach out, speak to your friends. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Really do not put so much pressure on yourself. Absolutely. Okay, so just to quickly recap, guys, the lockdown survival tips uh, from your experts, Sam and Tim. (laughs) Have a morning routine and a daily routine. Make sure you set up your office space. Take time to step away from your business on a regular basis. Uh, Manage your own as well as your clients' expectations. Get off Facebook's news feed and particularly negative news and have some fun with red jelly and hot cross buns and make sure that you connect socially with your, your community, with your peeps. With your I, tribe. I, did, I will just share because I thought this was really funny. I did see a post today that said, I don't know who the first port of call is as soon as we get out of this lockdown. It'll either be Weight Watchers or AA. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and one last parting tip, make sure that when you're on a group Zoom call that you're wearing clothes. Yes. And yes, let's just leave it with that. <laughs> There's some crazy, uh, crazy viral videos going around about people oh, and there, the there is, mishaps. <laughs> All right, of course, guys, um, if you have some extra tips to share or you really loved any of those tips, uh, make sure that you jump into the Thought Leaders Business Lab community. Share with us your thoughts. Look for uh, this episode and we'd love to sort of get your engagement on it um, and your thoughts and ideas. 
um, as would everyone else in that community as well. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and will join us next Thursday for another exciting installment of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast. Stay healthy, stay safe, and ciao for now.